Everyone knows that putting money aside in savings is really important. But then what? Should you keep your savings locked in a CD for a higher rate or keep them liquid in a money market? Can your checking account help you save too? Or is it about creating the right combination? We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about the savings options that are right for you. Learn more at sandyspringbank.com. Member FDIC. Because you know how Dave Edwards is always like one of the subs if he's on the bench. He always yeah. comes on after about 70 minutes. Is this Matt Doherty? No, do you think it's, but it's usually Edwards. But it is, mm. Doherty always comes on as well, right towards the end. Yeah. No matter who, no matter yeah. what, what's happening. <laughs> yeah, I reckon, I reckon Edwards just goes up to Jackie to have to so long as when, when the team sheet comes out for a sub and goes, say my name. <laughs> <laughs> say my name. <laughs> Hello and welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast. David Evans here. It's full house. Literally. <laughs> in the sense of podcast. Literally loads of people. So are you calling me fat? I would never call you that, Reid. Good, aren't you? Good. <laughs> right, we're going to go in where I'm standing anti-clockwise order. Is that right? That would be that good. Depends who you're going to go for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to say, depends who you're going to say. No, that's not... Are you going well, for Ben? Or ben Husband's here. Hello. Regan's here. Hi. Roy's here. Hello. Graham's here. Good evening. And Richard Hobbs is here. Hello, everyone. There we go. Standard. <laughs> uh, on the podcast this week, we're going to talk about the Hood School game mainly. Uh, but first, let's talk about Benicophobe. Uh More rumours this week suggesting bids from Newcastle and Villa in the January. Could that be coming like a new regular feature? Like, you know, we had like a theme tune for something once. Let's talk about Benicophobe. <laughs> How would that theme tune go in musical form? Da 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 da. I don't know what his balls are. That was the only thing I could think of the top of my head. So, Benny Foley, more transfer rumours. Do you think, with uh, Steve Morgan going, Wolves will have it, find it harder to keep hold of their prize assets come January? I think the, the most important thing for me is if, if these teams are genuinely serious about actually making a bid for a phobie, they should really offer some proper money other than what Norwich were offering. Mm. Opening offer is six and a half million. That, What's that going to buy you these days? Mm. It's not going to buy you a goal scorer in the uh, championship. I mean, you see what Burnley paid for Andre Gray and what um, Blackburn apparently turned down for Jordan Rose in the summer. You've got to be talking double figures and you've got to be talking probably 12, 13 million for anyone to even be tempted to sell him. Because it's not just... The other thing is, particularly particularly in the window situation now, it's not just the, the, the money that you get in for the player. You've also got to add into the fact the inconvenience of having to replace him at, sh- short, at such short notice as well. It's not like the summer where you've got plenty of time to plan for that. Mm. And I think added to that with a, with a dicko situation as well. So what we would be left with would be pretty threadbare. So um, I, th- I think it's Villa have been sniffing around since last summer and after the pre-season games and rumours carried on and I think Villa's poor form they're so always going to be I can't really see him going to Villa because he'd be playing us next season with the way they're going so. I wouldn't I wouldn't listen to any Villa rumours because <coughs> uh, I mean Sherwood probably won't even be there by the January transfer window they've, so. not, they've not got he won't Lerner won't spend the money 
there's no point discussing Villa because what we know we've turned down before, and then you add in the January factor. Learner will not spend. I don't know they spent. And we're not going to talk Learner won't. Let's ta- let's go Lerner on to Villa won't. podcast. Shall we? Yeah. <laughs> they've spent money. They've spent money. They've got yeah. one beat yeah. Eke, but yeah. they probably spent it from what they got yeah. back. So I mean, he's think, not going to put more in. I think if we we're going to sell Benikafobi, we'd need to make sure that as kind of Graham kind of touched on with the time element, that there's players included in the deal. So I I, I can't see. Um, I can't see him leaving in January, let's put it like that. I think it'll be a case of see what happens if we can put a run together and uh, and be, I think in the, be, be in the promotion hunt come the end of the season. It might be a completely different story. Is it not a danger, though, because obviously Morgan's gone and there was a lot of stuff saying that Morgan was someone who wanted to keep Benicophobia for that promotion push. Now he's gone. If there's no real investment come January or no signs afterwards that perhaps Wolves might go, you know what, we need some money going you forward, let's cash in. You don't, it's, it's a case of two things. If Wolves might be tempted... If we're in the sh- if we're in the storm, come January and we're not really doing much, say we're about thirteenth, fourteenth, where we have been until recently, then it might be an idea to let him go, and maybe not hold on, maybe not blow it then, but because it's not going to do much for us going into that situation. But if we're in the same sort of position we are now, I can't see him going. Mm. Uh, other news: George Savile has gone on to Millwall on loan for a month. I forgot about him to be honest. Yeah. The million-pound man from Chelsea can't even scratch the first team. It's not really going to be a long discussion, this one, is it, I feel? <laughs> no. Well, we've got a lot of competition in centre midfield. Rose obviously gone out as well. Um, Savile, I, I don't think we've seen a lot of him, but I think because of Price and McDonald and the form they were in, we've never really got a look in. But, yeah, I mean... When you realise that the, the, the centre midfielders that Wolves have bought in in the last two years, there's... Rose, Savile, Cody, Cody, and Jack Price has outlasted all of them. Yeah. Jack, Pro- Jack Price is God. <laughs> Five th- losses in 52 it, starts. Yeah. It's not bad, is it? No, no. it's. No. I'd take one in 10 losses. But this is the thing I like Giddy Jackie. But he did this last year. I'm sure he did. He not do it in League One as well. He did. Dropped him for a run of games and then bring well. him back. It's yeah. now three yeah. seasons in a row. He kept playing Lee Evans, yeah. and Dave Edwards in the yeah. in the three room at Donald, didn't he? He's almost trying to prove something. And every time he goes, oh, oh crap! <laughs> Jack, <laughs> come on, come back. I'm it's, sorry. It's like it's just three years in a row now, and it's just baffling yeah. why he just keeps doing the same thing. I think it's one of them things where oh, he's too small. Yeah. yeah, I genuinely, yeah. I think that's what it is. I think people, I think he think people, people must think he's too small. And I think that's why Savile was brought in as well because obviously he's got the height and he's a different type of player. But um, do you reckon the beard's fun. only just got back to optimum length and now he looks manly <laughs> enough to play the field? He just looks too unmanly without the beard. That's the only thing. That, that, that's the only I thing. I think I'll probably guarantee that he's a beard yeah. behind. That's it. That's it. That's got to be another it. theory, which is probably slightly less credible, is that he possibly doesn't apply himself well enough in training throughout pre-season. Nah. Hence why. Just I mean, he's busy on Twitter. He favourites a lot of the things that I tweet to him about him being great. Yeah, but you're, I say you're stroking his ego. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. He also follows the fancast. And there we go. So, uh, George Savile on live. Right. We last week on the podcast, we wanted you to. Tell us um, when you listen to the podcast. We found out that you listen all over the world, uh, but when do you listen? So we had some emails in, gentlemen. Did Steve Cowney get in touch? No. Oh, damn. No, we'll find out. We've, we've had a couple of 
absolute pearlers. Pearlers, yeah. Oh, pearlers is the word I use. So first one is from I'm going to say Dave R or Munchly Furbore. <laughs> you know that this is going to be hilarious. Yeah. Does he? Hang on, does he involve a koala? No. That's not That was him. great, that was. The yes. koala was great last season. So um, he says, I listened to the podcast on the train on the way to work. The 7.06 from Heathmont to Parliament, brackets Melbourne, Australia. Melbourne, yeah, Australia. He says, uh, so we look forward to when it comes on the phone. The mix of characters are, are great, really funny and informative. I like the Lumburg. What's the word here? Russell. Laborious. I think it's supposed to be laborious, but he spelled it wrong. I like the laborious older guy, John, with his incredibly dour view of the world, too. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds like me, banging on pretty much about any subject you care to name, but he knows his stuff. He's in human encyclopedia. Uh, all the other characters are great, too. And he says, uh, keep up the good work. Sorry, Reed, no mention. That's fine. The final one, it comes from Petri. He says that uh, he listens to the podcast when he rides through the never-ending Finnish sleet on his ready-to-be-demolished bicycle. Um, if that's not, uh, if it's not that, I listen to you in the university cafe while trying to make eye contact with a friend of mine who happens to support Borough. You heard me right, there are Finnish Borough supporters. Pretty hard for me to comprehend too. Wow. There's a Finnish wall which is pretty... Contact. It sounds like there's like a bit of a love story yeah, going on there, which sounds a bit more, you know... <laughs> we both like English football. <laughs> Let's be friends. I've always met across the university library. <laughs> based, based, on the, based on the first section of that, I thought it was a wind-up for a second. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so tell us where else uh, you went, you listened to the, the podcast. Email in wallsfootballfancast at gmail.com. So on Saturday, lunchtime, Wolves made it back-to-back wins and back-to-back 3-0 wins against Huddersfield Town at Molyneux. Uh, two goals from Benny Kofobi and a lovely Benice goal by uh, Kevin McDonald gave Wolves the win. Uh, gentlemen, first 15 minutes, probably Huddersfield had the uh, possession, the domination, but then Wolves kicked into gear. They played some nice football. They were a decent enough team for the first half and then they just, I don't know if they were knackered or something or they'd been out watching the rugby league on Thursday. They weren't particularly good after. They resorted to just lumping it up, didn't they? And yeah. that, was, that was all they can do. And I think I think it's a sign of the fact that we were playing quite well. I, the team comes to Molyneux and they have to resort to that style. I would suggest it is quite hard to play football when you've got Ishmael Miller leading the line. Yeah, I was going to say, if they didn't really lack much penetration at full, but that's probably... He's, I, don't, I don't think he's a bad player. He's a nice bloke. I've met him once. That's good to know. That's about as much as I can comment on him. I remember some Wolves fan throwing a bottle at him when he, uh, he'd gone down injured in front of us at Albion away once. No. But he's never been much cop. There was potential, but he's never really... Let's talk about the goals first. Kevin McDonald's goal, uh, I think it was around the 35-40 minute mark. Lovely little finish finish. A little slip at the end, but a little finish feature do you think, goal. Do you think if he'd stayed on his feet, it would have gone in? I think he created the angle by falling out. Yeah, that's yeah, I think he's that good. I, think it, I, I think, meant that. I meant that for. I think Lafondre made, made the goal because I think I think it was obvious where he was going to line up the shot, and I think it was for, for ages. And then Lafondre, I say, I think I'm pretty sure it was Lafondre. I was look, mm-hmm. too busy looking at the goal at the time. You just saw another striker coming in. Like, oh, I'm going to keep distracting this defender and the keeper because I thought he was going to thread the pass because mm. he had a lot of space when he was on goal. Keeper should have got to it. No two ways about it. Yeah. It, it wasn't, very, it wasn't a, in the corner. It was a yeah. very savable shot. Mm. If he can add, which he looks like he's doing a little bit more this year, if he can add goals, he's 
the complete midfielder in that position. Just, just keep giving him a new contract every 12 months if he gets yeah. get a significantly but, better. Yeah. But, but all jokes aside, it is amazing how much difference that has made to yeah. him. Yeah. It's almost it's annoying as well. Yeah. He's, um, yeah. he's enjoying himself, he's playing with confidence and uh, I mean, a, a lot of the rest of the team now, it's like we've ended last season and this is the first game of this season without the six, six seven weeks of apathy in the middle and we're, we're, we've gone back to playing that vibrant style of football again. McDonald's firing on all cylinders. He's playing the balls three to with Fabi. We're missing. And it's, it, it, it's like it. It's like the summer never happened in some respects. I think we, and it's kind of coming back to the team. I think it's took so long for them almost to click. Is that we are now effectively missing the two of the key three mm. players last year. Now McDonald had a very big supporting role last year because that's the sort of player that McDonald is. And Henry, to a certain extent, has kind of come in and taken over one of the aspects in the being the the vibrant wide player with. I don't know wrong, I don't think he's on the same level as Sacco, but Sacco was the vibrant wide player last year and Henry seems to have mm. stepped up a level this year, thankfully. But I still think we're still missing someone to take over what where where, where Dico was, so to speak. I think with losing um Sacco as well in terms of his goals, we do need someone slightly deeper in that midfield to step up to the plate and bring us half you know, double figures in goals, whether it's from one position I don't know. From Replace him in the aggregate, if exactly, not in, in yeah. one person. I think it deems Edwards not needed if McDonald mm. can chip him because yeah. that's that's where you'd say because McDonald and Price before are never going to score. Neither of them are going to score ten goals a season, which means you need someone in there that's going to do that. Mm. If McDonald can score ten goals a season, I'd, Edwards. It was nice to see Price, Price try and shoot the other day, wasn't it? Yeah. He scored as well. Did you see McDonald just laugh at him afterwards? He was like, get back to the halfway line. Didn't didn't it deflect off one of their players though? Because I thought I thought he'd hit the shot, it deflect it was going like twenty five yards to the right or something like that, deflected and then went bounced back down, but I think it was a perfectly angled shot. Maybe that maybe that was it. Maybe I was just that in shock that that was the only (laughs) way I could compute in my mind that Jack Price had had a shot. Second half goals, uh, a phobie with two of them. Both nicely finished goals, especially second one. Really uh, went off for another Kevin McDonald king of three balls. It's like, it's like we were discussing before we went on the air, though. That, that up until that, up until that first goal, I don't remember him doing anything, and he seemed, he seemed to come, he seemed to come alive at the right time for us, and then he scored, he, he scored another, and it's like, where have you been hiding? He seems a bit sulky, like yeah. when he walks back. I know I, I understand that he's probably not going to be involved in play, but I just want you to be unsorried because if something miraculous happens and we've, re- you know what I mean, if we get the ball back quickly, then we can put a free ball over to you if we need to. I don't like seeing him walk. It's the only thing I'd change about him, really. Is Henri I'll, did that. I'll, I could forgive Henri because Henri, because <laughs> he just, did it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so you say it's wasting energy to to just be running around pointlessly can I also point out that if he scored when he wants he should score a lot more goals <laughs> Right, well, he yeah, scores so. lots of goals would be a good chance if yeah. he scored when he wants he should please score please start that next goals. game just he scores lots of goals I did the other day I'd like to correct you all <laughs> on that statement Roy sorry what were you going to say no I was going to say but you're right picking up on, on that chance I thought it was quite ironic because like well he does score when he wants because as Graham said I think up until the, his first shot on target was probably about 60 minutes in he didn't look involved in the game I didn't know if he was injured he was disinterested um, all of the above yes he was playing that deep role because he was trying to get some service but there's playing deep and he was literally playing on the edge of our box at times bringing the ball from defence 
And in terms of McDonald, as, as Dave mentioned earlier, it's fantastic to see him back in form, but it's equally as galling because we know he's had this ability which hasn't gone away. He's had this cloud of uncertainty with a contract talk, and all of a sudden he's I come don't back think to you can party. hold that against anyone because if you're annoyed at work and you're considering yeah. that your your job's potentially at risk or you might not be working that long. You don't work as hard. People forget that this is people's livelihoods and jobs because it's our bit of magic at the end of the week. And it, not a course you, but people go, oh, you was you should have been playing like this when he was contracts. You know, it's someone's job, and people have to remember that. It really racks me off when people go on that he should have been playing like this all the time. We, we, if we really wanted him, should have sorted his contract out. And if that was the case, we should have took him out of the first team picture because certain people it won't affect them. But certain people, it will. Racks me off means something different in Birmingham. Does it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it probably does. But, okay, you, but you get what I'm saying. So the, Birmingham, the Birmingham faithful who listen to this podcast are, what has he just said? <laughs> what? Let's, talk, let's talk about one of the controversial moments of the game that was the, the penalty claim for Lafondra. Um, I want to go around the room a, a yes or no. Someone's popular. And it's, oh, it's me. Oh, it's Dave. Dave. Who's calling? Who's calling? I was one of the sales calls. Go on, let me. Oh, eight, four, five. Let me. All right. Oh. Right. Let's go around the room. I was really interrupted by the sales call. Rich, was it a penalty? Yes. Graham, was it a penalty? No. No. Roy, was it a penalty? No. Regan, was it a penalty? Footballers, sissies. Yes or no? Was I it a penalty? I don't know. I, 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 You're on the fence. That's fine. <laughs> ben, was it a penalty? No. Splinters no. On the backside. No, it, it's not a splinter on the backside. The thing is, that they get down that easy. If he. The thing is, he was fi- he was theatrical, so I he didn't help his uncle. I am on the fence, and I'll explain why in a second. I'm on the fence with one. Graham, please put your case forward for why it wasn't a penalty. Because of the fact that he was going down before there was contact. That that that's my that's my opinion of the matter. And I I looked at it virtually after the game, thanks to the beauty of Vine. I saw the slow slow motion version of it, and he's going to ground before he's touched to the point where his chest is actually pretty much at the same angle as the as the floor. And watching it first hand, I thought to myself, that's a penalty. Watching it back in that at that speed, I don't think it was. I when, think his right foot went looking for the keeper. Like he he almost kicked the keeper. When, 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 I, when I saw it, my my opinion was it was a penalty and this is when I saw it in slow mo was it was a penalty because he had to jump out the way of the keeper. Yeah. If he hadn't had to if he hadn't jumped, he would have got took out and in that case it was a penalty. But because he made it theatrical that was the problem. It's almost like he was too scared to get take the proper hit, almost, and then it would have been a penalty because he tried to dive out the way, and then thought, "Oh, I'm gonna have to get some contact here," and that was when his foot hit him. If he had just took the, took the initial hit, he'd have gone down and got a penalty. Looking at the keeper's reaction, though, you'd have thought it was a pen because mm. I mean, well, he went to walk in. The, yeah, yeah. Because mm. I watched the game on telly, and straight away, his head dropped straight away, like he's just got sent off. I think you're seeing that a lot this season, though, with referees. I don't know if it's because it's been so much in the media about diving, simulating, call it what you like, but there seems to be a lot of decisions where the refs are so decisive and must have so much pressure, he's thinking it's a live game, and they're almost veering on the side of actually the, the defender or the goalkeeper in that situation. He booked him so quick. But like I say, when you see it so quickly, it's difficult to, to make a decision. You can kind of go both ways, on it? But we are seeing a lot this season where... Mm. It could have been what you can't really blame the ref for giving it for giving for booking him for diving, and at the same point, it would have been a perfectly acceptable decision had he given the penalty. Rich, why do you think it was a penalty? Well, 
I'm not going to deny it wasn't theatrical. He clearly over-egged it. But theatrical, he got a poster up for an Oscar <laughs> award. <laughs> but actually, he still tro- he still was impeded by that goalkeeper. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Um, and I think the fact that he did over-elaborate, over-elaborate his falling over did probably mean he didn't get the penalty. And what he should have done is, as Reid rightly said, is actually just take the hit. It's not going to hurt him. No, he's just going to get tripped up by the goalkeeper. Or what he should have actually done is when he was actually one, one was just slide past him, which was which he did anyway. Mm. Yeah, um, I know. I thought when I initially saw it, I thought it was a penalty, and then the goalkeeper's reaction as well, and basically every person on that pitch, bar the referee, thought the refs were crap all game. Now, but the thing is, the thing is, is Steers' defence there. I will say to him when you watch when you watch the replay back, he's got his eyes on the ball, so mm. he probably doesn't realise. Mm. What the Fondra's, whether he's going to ground or not, he's, he, he is going for the ball. You can see that clearly. So he probably, the reason why he probably felt the contact and thought, right, that's it, I'm off. Mm. Mm. I got really excited then because you said in Steers' defence. And I, thought, oh, I, yeah, I, I like, genuinely I thought you got the wrong name. I was then. I work thought out you were talking about Lafondra and then said the wrong name. I was like, Steers oh, yeah, they keep Steers. You need to read the team sheet, Ruth. It's a bit weird because when I watched it back on the slow mo so many times, there's clearly no contact but then I think well why would he fall he's got an open goal he just goes right there you go why simulate to try and get a penalty if he's basically going to have a clear goal the reason why you try and win a penalty is because actually you are going to get a player sent off so you're going to have a numerical advantage and the chances are you're also going to score a penalty now it's, he's never, it's he's never struck me as that sort of bloke I noticed in the game that there was a real persistence for Wolves to win the ball long balls Henry and Afobi really battling out with the defenders to, to win it first. And I thought Henry, especially, had a really good game. It was unlucky not to score. You say that about every week, don't we, at the moment? He's top Player of the season already. Yeah, whatever. The White Palais. No, no, we want to keep him. Who, who can we give it to? <laughs> who can we give that, that yeah. shirt to this year? <laughs> but imagine the photos. Can we give it to him? Oh, dream weaver. <laughs> no. Um, no. Martinez. Had a run of game oh, there. Oh, we'll give it to Martin. I'm going to keep him. <laughs> <laughs> Had a run of game there. I thought he did well again. Made some good saves. I spoke to my Arsenal mate. Well, my, my mate who supports Arsenal. Did you call him on the blower? <laughs> Basically, <laughs> Basically <laughs> So wait, is he your Arsenal mate or your mate who supports Arsenal? <laughs> He's not my mate called Arsenal. That's what I was It's almost like you fill in there. And he, I said to him after the first couple of games, what have you sent us here? He's a bit... Not good. Not very good. Yeah. And he said to me, give him, give him a run of games, he'll be fine. He was great for us in the Champions League and such and such. And I think he's proved himself to be decent. I said the first, the one, I think the first couple of games when he came in, there was this thing about him, when he looked to save things, you always thought it was going to go through him. He just seems to have got strong and grr since. And that's the only way seems very confident goal. Yeah. Not to say that Kimi's not confident goal, but... I think, I think Kimi's done now. You, you'll never bring him back. We have these outlandish you'll, statements on the podcast. You will never we bring. Him, you can't bring him back. You can't bring him back now, can you? Not, we can't let like January go. Oh, it's a good thing we've got Keeney back on the side now. If, 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 that, if that's the case, I'll say we can mock him about it. <laughs> and then I'll hit you. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you get what I'm saying. I just like he's been effectively dropped twice because he was dropped the first time for Martinez, and I thought well, we better bring him back, and then he's been dropped again. I can't see him wanting to come back and play. Really. He's done. I say it. Is his, so contract, is, his contra- is his contract up at the end of the year? 
Uh, Richard Holmes, he wrote a piece on contracts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a while ago. A while ago. Wow. That so much. <laughs> Let me just go to my mind palace and just yeah. retrieve that. Yeah. I've got a feeling it's the year after. I don't think you know, do you? No, no idea. <laughs> the the, the, the no. one thing I will say is I can, I can understand from uh, Regan's point of view there because I think now with Akimi he's probably not going to consider himself the number one goalkeeper mm. anymore which considering he's been Wolves number one for the previous three seasons. Yeah. What does that say to you? Do um, you th- do you think that there might be a view to bring Martinez in at the end of the season? Because he's effectively fourth choice mm. at Arsenal. It depends where we are. If we got to the Premier League, perhaps if not, Ospina is going to be at Arsenal. When I've spoke to my um, Arsenal mates, is that your mate that supports <laughs> Arsenal? <laughs> Um, you know what annoys me? We live in the West Midlands, and every one of us here has probably got at least one mate that supports Arsenal, yep. and at least one yeah. mate that supports United, and one mate that supports Liverpool. Support bloody Wolves! Turncoats. Right, anyway. Um, that was a message from Luke Regan. <laughs> Luke Regan party. Ojo or Burn? Who would you have? Burn, baby, Burn? In, in a footballing sense, of course. In a footballing <laughs> sense, Burn, because Burn seems to know what he's doing. Ojo's just quick. I think at this moment, I think OJ looks more the impact player, so I'd prefer to be starting with Byrne. I thought Byrne was excellent on Saturday. Mm. I thought he, he looked decisive, he could take a man on. And I think OJ was, um, yeah, he's, he's more the impact player for the last 20. Had a shot on goal as well, didn't he, OJ? So I think he's a good player to come off the, the bench, but I'd be starting with Byrne. Byrne looks quick as well. And what we've got to think is Byrne's actually our player. The responsibility yeah. should be to him more, and not develop one of them. Although he's a bit, he, once again, he's a bit small as well. I think yeah. get the impression he's playing within himself at the moment, though. I think he's he's, he's yet to really show. Probably, yeah. you can see the potential. percent of what he can. What has he, can he started do. the game at home? Yet? Well, not just. Sorry, I don't, he started one away, hasn't he? he started for London. Yeah, I say, I don't think he started one at home yet. Hmm. I'd like to see him do something because he looks quick as well. I know we mentioned this near the start of the story, but did anyone notice how literally second half Huddersfield just seemed to collapse? Yeah. Too much. It was almost. I almost felt that Wolves could have gone up another couple of years and we could have made it even more, but we just decided. I was surprised not to. if they, like. It was like, as soon as their, our fans woke up, it seemed to get to them. Mm. They seemed to be a bit shaky. I know they're probably not used to playing in front of massive crowds because they're not exactly reputed as the best supported club, but. They just seemed a bit shell shocked, really, second half. I mean, they, they hardly bought anyone with them as well, which surprised me. Yeah, but Yorkshire clubs generally travel well. Mm. Changing topics slightly, I thought um, thought I, I offer was uh, really impressive. It's probably the best I've seen him play. Did not you, his biggest fan. I was going to say, you're not his... I'm not his biggest fan. Uh, I said that Doherty will play more league games than him. <coughs> Yeah, um, I, I agree. Yeah, that. I thought you did when, really well. When, yeah, um, he was very impressive. Just, I just, just, I, just I, 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 Doherty's one. Of, I don't understand the Doherty. Thing. I think Doherty, once again, I think he's another one that's pretty much done. He's, well, he's the back up. He's the back up right back. I don't understand why Jacket puts him on on right wing. I know, albeit for a few minutes, but after after wrapping it against Newport, why he still thinks that's a decent. I idea. think it's to defend to defensively solidify potentially yeah. with putting. I because he could have gone five at the back. That's what I think he probably does. That's the idea. But then he he, he puts Iolfer in the middle and then uses Doherty as the wing back. Ben, why did Iolfer play so well? I thought his quality on the ball was really, particularly like in the final third. I thought it was really impressive. Put a few really good crosses in. Um, just didn't stop. Um, yeah, I mean before. Yeah, I just I felt like he was more uh, penetrative than he's been. Good word. 
Um, in the dictionary, scrabble points. <laughs> yeah, I just thought he was more dangerous than he's been before. I thought he added another dimension. I think he, I us. think his attacking play players got better. Before it was very much about his physicality, which is kind of what I think we, we've been relying on with Ojo. He, he could get up and down. Whereas now you've seen recently, mm. he's been playing them one twos, getting behind the defender, getting a crossing. That's what you want. He's for still got to work on his crossing, but that's when you mm. can see he's still a centre back playing at right back at times. I think he's now a right back that can also play centre back. I think he's. Well, if you ask me where his best position is, I'd rather play him right back. He's better than any other option we've got at right back at the club. Mm. But the key thing is, we won on telly. Yeah. We won against Huddersfield. Yeah, against Huddersfield. Yeah. We haven't won a time against it 27 and comfortably. years. It was a classic, just turn up, watch the game. Relax. It wasn't comfortable. Not until the second half. The first half was dour. It wasn't was a good comfortable. game. We won. I don't think the result was ever in doubt, was it? We weren't good in the first half, but Huddersfield didn't look particularly dangerous at any point. I know, but they've apparently been playing well. Any, any key commentator highlights from the telly this time? After Don Gub- was it Derby? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what, what was he? Go- oh, was the um, what was he going on about? Oh, Danny Bart with the uh, it should have been a Sunday night. Oh my God, he must have mentioned it fifty times. No, nothing of note to oh. report. Um, so, gentlemen, another we're nothing. We're up to ninth, tenth in the table uh, because of the results. You know, we're not live. You can't just talk. <laughs> no, about I don't it. like interrupting you while you're talking. Sorry. Um, no. it, might, it might be a bit presumptuous, but are Wolves back on track? No, we've just had a good spell. I don't think we was off track, I just think we were going through. A... I think we were about where we should have been expecting to be this year. We've lost, effectively, someone who I thought was an above-average championship player, but has turned out to be a pretty special one. One of our leading strikers from the last two years has gone, and we've sold who I would consider to be comfortably the best defender at the club. I think we were about where we expected to be because I don't think if anyone thinks that we were entitled to be in the playoffs this year, he's very much mistaken. Anyone playoffs else? is a good result for us this year. I think sort of where we are now, sort of where you'd expect us to be, you know, it's what we're ten games into the season. You know, it's all about averages. Yeah, we've we've had a down and now we're back on and up. But another, it, you it, know, it, another day it could have been like, but well, oh yeah, we're just sort of. I know treading water, so to speak, and actually we'd kind of, you know, we'd... Even if you add the three points from the QPR game that we blew, effectively, where does that put us? Sorry, because I haven't got the league table to hand. Puts us third or fourth, I think. So, yeah. Depending on goal difference. Rich, how many points are we off the playoffs? I know it's so early in the season. We're three points off the playoffs. And top? Um, Five. No. Because everyone predicted we were going to win the league this year. All the papers. Did they? Seven points yeah, off playoffs. So, early days. Oh, you know, you know on FIFA, and I know she's a random one to go with, that if you look at the squads, Sheffield Wednesday have got a higher star-rated squad than we are. Really? Yeah, four and a half, three and a half, and we've got three. We're also equal with MK Dons and Preston. Sound. So that tells you what EA Sports thinks about us, even if the papers supposedly thought we were going to Damn those EA Sports. Yes. <laughs> Football managers out soon. Be fine. Uh, just to wrap up then, um, uh, the month ahead for October, uh, quite a tough month for Wolves. We've got Brentford, uh, we've got Derby away, sorry, coming up next Sunday on the telly on once the again on Sunday afternoon. They've got Brentford at home midweek, then we've got Middlesbrough at home, and then we have got Birmingham away. Tough, tough, tough. very but tough. Blues away is very think tough. Birmingham, especially mm. because I say I'll, I've been a fan of Gary Rowett at Blues since then, because I think he's a very good manager. He's really turned them around. They're fourth now in the league at the moment. Yeah. 
that is going to be a very tough game. He's one of the best managers in this league. I always said that he was the manager I wanted if we didn't get Jackie. And we've got uh, Middlesbrough as well, who will probably be contending for a top two spot if they keep carrying on their good form. What what do people think about this run of games? Where is Brentford really the one where at least you've got to get three points from? Oh, you've got to beat Brentford at home. Because they're on a little downturn, yeah, obviously, getting rid of um, their Moneyball manager. All that sort of thing. No, not at all. <laughs> Can anyone else? No. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> you know. They've got Lee Carsley temporarily in charge. But Brentford's got a bit of that game where Wolves have got to get three points because Wolves could easily drop the rest. I think you'd be looking for, what, six points out of the, those four games. Mm. I don't know where you'd, pick. you'd be open for a win and... Obviously, you never want to lose, so that would be three draws, maybe. Mm. I, I, I think Derby's a game where we could pick something up as well, because they ain't exactly been pulling up trees. I mean, I know they've just sat the tactical, uh, the head tactics guy as well. But they've come into form a little yeah. now. I think they they started poorly, I think, under Clement, and I think he went in the huddle book of draws, 1-1 one, one draws for succession of games. But then they've got Chris Martin back, Tom Ince back. I think they're looking good. Like you say, I'll take your point on Blues. I think Rowett's... Forming a great job, they've got Graves looking sharp, they've got some young strikers, they've got a build-up of a good championship side. It's only Brentford who are a little bit unpredictable at the moment with Carsley coming out of nowhere taking the job. So it's a tough run of, run of uh, games, but I think Derby, I think we'd be fortunate to get a point because they're starting to come into form it's and be the side that we were last year. What, I mean, what I'd say is, I bet none of it, we, having won two in a row and putting two pretty good performances, I bet none of they're exactly li- looking... Depends what the traffic's look, like look, as well, don't it? Depend on who plays for Derby, because Darren Bent missed the last game because he got stuck in a traffic jam. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't play. Everyone get in your cars. <laughs> block that. Was it the A38? We need to get this. On Saturday. He, he, he actually couldn't get yeah, to the game. He missed the game, so he was stuck in traffic. Where? On the way to the ground, <laughs> I imagine. Did he come out and apologise? And <laughs> manager said he's... It's never happened before, so he's sort of <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's kind of taking it as given that he, he was oh. actually stuck in traffic. Got to get some revenge on Derby on tellies because obviously last season away it was a five nil drubbing. Uh, got to get a reasonable result. This Genuinely, time. one of the worst days of my life. I was hungover. I'd been in Nottingham the night before. Got the train to Derby and it rained all the way from the train station to their ground. Mm. Got in late and then we were crap. I didn't realise you were there. I was there as well. well, I was there because Stuart, before I'd ever met him, was randomly taking pictures of me and Sweden to the fancast account. I'm not going to lie, I nearly got No, he didn't even meet me. He just randomly took pictures. I nearly got the bloke sectioned. (laughs) It was just a bad day. It wasn't just in your podcast. I was wearing a bright red penguin jacket. I think half a bloody derby could see me, to be honest. But. I don't like it now they've moved us there. I don't like being in the corner. Do you know what I mean? I liked it when we were behind the, behind the goal, when we got them good memories from when Keo actually scored once. Marlon Harewood crossing the ball. Was it Cole Reid? Yeah. No, because yeah, Cole, Cole, Cole Reid scored at Barnsley to yeah. get us the draw, which won the league. Um, and that's it, international break, gentlemen. Oh, yeah. Where's Alex this time round? Uh, he's going to Lithuania, isn't he, for that game? We challenged him. We won that podcast. We challenged him to... Get a fancast logo and a flag. Yeah, I said we need to get a um, fancast flag. I will flip out if I'm watching that game and I see a flag with the fancast <laughs> yeah. logo. I oh, know, he said he's in the Lithuania end <laughs> uh, for this one. 
Just get in Lithuania, <laughs> fang. <laughs> yeah. fang. We've got fans yeah. over in Lithuania. Uh, so that's where we'll leave this week's podcast. Thank you very much for listening. Uh, thanks to our sponsors, Opera Creative. If you're looking for a website or web solution for your business or venture, check them out at operacreative.com. Twitter, at WGFC Fancast. Facebook, Reek. Wolves Football Fancast Show and click like. Thank you. Check out the website, Wolves Football Fancast. No, WolvesFancast.com. <laughs> Have you been abusing Opera Creative and just having a new website as the one per season? We can tell you've had a couple of weeks off later. Rich, what's the website? It's wolvesfancast.com. There we go. Uh, Wolvesfootballfancast.gmail.com is the email. We'll be back in a couple of weeks to review that game against Derby. Uh, So, for this week, a lot of names to go around. Bye from Rich. Goodbye. Bye from Graham. Cheerio. Bye from Roy. Goodbye. Bye from Reed. Evening. Bye from Ben. Bye. Bye from me. See you soon. 